Hey everyone, it's Lauren and I'm back with Restoring Immunity. This time around, we're talking about um, moms and gymos. And I have Kara Struberg with me, who will be accompanying me along this journey as we look to provide information for mothers with children of all ages um, in supporting immunity. Kara, so happy you could be here with me. Thanks so much for having me, Lauren. And today I thought we could spend some time providing a little bit of context for our listeners of really like how we got to today. You know, you and I have been working together for, for a few years now. And, and, uh, you know, many of our listeners are, are new to gemotherapy and some are probably new to the nervous system. And, um, we're going to be talking about, about those throughout the podcast. So um, I thought that we could take some time to, for me to interview you today, um, so that we all have the same kind of baseline context and that no matter where you're coming from, that this could be accessible as a listener. Oh, I love that Kara and Kara, you know, deciding to talk about context today is ideal when we're talking about the nervous system, right? <laughs> because every autonomic nervous system out there in the world, and we all have one, is searching for context and connection and choice. So beautiful place to start this podcast. Have at it, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. All right. So let's just start with the question you've probably been asked a thousand times. What is gemotherapy, Lauren? Oh, wow, Kara. Well, let's just talk about what gemo extracts are first, okay? Um, And then we can get into the therapy part. Um, The extracts are an incredibly specialized form of plant medicine. And the reason why they're so special, so different than homeopathy, herbal extracts, um, flower essences, is the use of the meristem cell in the extract itself. And every tree and shrub and plant has meristem cells. They're equivalent to human stem cells that can rejuvenate and create new tissue. Well, what a great idea when we're talking about restoring the body and building back our immunity. And within this process of gemotherapy, we have extracts that are coming from plants that have been used for centuries. And these were identified in the late 50s um, in a laboratory in Belgium as containing very high concentration of meristem cells and the ability to interrupt the disease process. So mm-hmm. the therapy part is the, the interruption and the interruption occurs when we give the body information it actually knows what to do with and that happens when we use plants because our body speaks the same language as plants Hmm. that's beautiful lauren and you know something else that's really struck me as i've been learning about gemo extracts is that when i see the imagery of the buds Mm -hmm. like when they're about to be harvested right there's this this beautiful kind of sacred process of getting like harvesting the buds, like just at the right time, you know, as they have the most potential 
you know, before they turn into the, the tree or the, the shrub or the plant, right. Or the vine. And I love that, that image and that sensation of gathering that whole potential yeah. of the bud. And it's just all in this like kind of jam packed, <laughs> super powered little drop that we take. It, exactly. And it mirrors the potential in each one of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, we all have that moment when we're ready to heal. And mm -hmm. we know that. Um, it, and we wake up and we say, wow, I can do this. I have everything I need to do this. And gymotherapy will meet you where you are in such a beautiful way, like you've experienced yourself, Kara. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can definitely feel that over time you know, there are certain extracts that maybe I wasn't really ready for, wasn't like aligned with that day. And kind of as I change and evolve that something new is ready for me to heal and that it's time to try a different extract. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, but this is all the beauty of coming in alignment and acknowledging ourselves as nature beings. And that we're in a process which isn't linear. And anyone that tries to tell you it is, we need to not listen to. This is a, a circular approach. And we're going to be ready um, to heal some things at some times. And it, just as you mentioned, other times we come back around. Um, and and that the next layer is ready, right? Mm. Um, but I want to come back to those buds for a moment, Kara, because I've had such a beautiful experience this year, in fact, in picking buds in mm -hmm. France with my dear friends who produce gemotherapy extracts in the Ariège region. And I, it, in all my years of working with gemos, this is my first picking experience. Mm -hmm. And I was astounded, one, by the profoundly spiritual experience of connecting with these um, buds at that very moment. But at the same time, the precision of looking at each one and saying, are you at the right stage for this? And, mm -hmm. um, and, and, and getting that information back by looking at how much the bud is open because once the leaves have unfurled, the plant is in another process. It's collecting sunlight and into its photosynthesis. So we want to catch it. Um, and I don't want to get too scientific for everyone today, but the experience itself is um, fascinating. And one I would recommend to anyone once they go down this path of learning about these extracts. Hmm. It's definitely on my bucket list yeah. <laughs> to do this myself. So Lauren, I know there's been a lot of research over the years as the impact of these extracts and, and there's been some newer research that's come out in the last couple of years. Can you speak to kind of what we've learned in the research recently about microdosing? Yeah, but maybe it's best to give everyone a little bit of background. So gemotherapy sure. uh, was, um, um, codified. And when it became part of the ph pharmac uh, pharmacopoeia in Europe, 
it um, was done by doctors. And so the approach was very allopathic. Um, this extract interrupts this disease. These combination of extracts interrupt this type of disease. And this is beautiful. This is fantastic foundational work that laid the groundwork for Materia Medica. Mm -hmm. um, in the beginning, folks were working with very high doses because um, they were. And maybe, maybe, um, because many of them were producing and selling their own extracts and um, that was part of the deal, you know, to move folks through that, the bottles. But um, I began to question that when I was doing my own research and I was um, had a very busy practice and I wondered if we could use less and what would happen when we used less. So the first thing I did was take all the gemos down to really less than half of what had been talked about in among the European doctors. And then I found we could go in even lower than that. And it was actually um, my colleague, Megan Limp, who does podcasts with me, um, who really inspired me because she um, used such low doses with her clients. But then we had this group that was um, uh, a test group of practitioners and we created a laboratory among ourselves um, for a number of years and we started testing things at the extracts at even a smaller dose at one, two drops. And we took the extracts that we knew had an effect on the central or autonomic nervous system. And we didn't want to activate those other organs in the person. We just wanted to work with the subtle body and that um, support resilience in either the central or autonomic nervous system. And we found just incredible results from one, um, sometimes two drops. Now, this isn't for all the extracts, Kara. This is only for those that work specifically with the nervous system. Mm -hmm. We've been practicing with microdosing now, gosh, for at least three or four years and um, continue to be um, amazed at how powerful this small amount can be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've, it's been, it's been interesting to go along this journey with you because when I started as a client, I think it was, must've been around the same time that you were like just starting to research this. And so, um, I have experienced that difference of what it feels like to take a full dose of gemos and then what it feels like to take it at the microdose, And it does hit the body in a different way. Sure. And I just think that's so fascinating that, you know, like this same plant, <laughs> Right. can heal the body in a different way just by taking a smaller or larger dose of it. Sure. Well, the, the same um, theme plays out when we're looking at herbal extracts and we take mm -hmm. an extract from um, a bark of a tree, for instance, or the roots of the tree, we get a very um, clear effect on the physical plane. Um, and that was actually part of the original research when um, these fellows and Paul Henry from Belgium has been um, noted as the um, 
grandfather of gymotherapy, so to speak. But um, he, they were noting that it was this very physical, but um, it wasn't changing things. So then that's why they went to the marrow stem cells because they actually wanted to change the way the organ worked. So it's one thing to clear up something in the state, right? Um, but it's another thing to improve that organ and how it works. So we still get that um, with, and we still use these um, larger doses of extracts when we're trying to work with a physical body. And, and this is important when we're trying to um, restore a liver or kidney function or um, um, change the environment in the intestinal um, mucosa wall. But when we, we begin, when we begin, whether we're beginning with a child or an adult or uh, whatever stage of life you're in, we always want to begin with the nervous system and um, waking that nervous system up and beginning to communicate and remind it how it's meant to work is done with these microdoses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lauren, so you've really touched on something important here about the nervous system and just why it's so important. Can you share a little bit more about, like you said, the central nervous system and autonomic nervous system? What is, what does the nervous system do for our body? Oh, wow. Great question. And, and what do I have? Five seconds <laughs> at least, right? Well, I mean, the, the nervous system is the information highway in the body. And so, you know, I like to think of this like we're receiving information in and we used to have phones in our houses where we pick up and we could we, we had wires connected to them and the information was coming in. Someone would call and say, hello, Lauren, you know, here's your this is what I want to tell you today. Well, that's our central nervous system acts like that. It receives information from our outside world and brings it in. And that information comes in through the, our senses. These amazing organs, our, our uh, eyes and our ears and our nose. And it takes that information in. And for those of us that... Um, um, have experienced any sort of trauma in our life, that sensory information can be overwhelming, to say the least, and challenging. And we would know that by sights and sounds being too much. Now, that's our central nervous system's job. So what, it, what happens then? Then the central nervous system passes that information on to the autonomic nervous system. And without us even um, directing it with this um, human brain of ours, it directs the information to the organs and the, the, the process of the organs. So we all know that we have the sympathetic state and we have a parasympathetic state. Well, I know in future podcasts, we'll talk a little bit about the fact that we actually have three states. Mm -hmm. within our autonomic nervous system. So I don't want to dive into that. But the short answer, Kara, is this is the information highway in the body, receiving it in the central nervous system and dispersing it in the autonomic. Hmm. Beautiful. And 
can you speak a little bit more about how this relates to our overall healing journey? Because I know you have some some beliefs about some deep beliefs about sure. the importance of it. Yeah. Sure. You know, Kara, I've been on this path um, for half my life now to understand how we heal the body. And um, and I began with my own body, and it's the best laboratory I I know. And what I came to learn is that we can work on organ systems and individual organs all we want. But if we're in a state of protection and we put up a wall between our emotions and the process of our organs, um, we can only um, facilitate small, minor, short-term changes. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's not good enough. Life's short. I want to get to the heart of it. And what I learned is if I can work with the system that brings in that information and at that moment harmonize it in a way that meets my body where it is, which by the way, there's nothing wrong with where your body is. We, we're not broken. We're just in a state that needs harmonizing. So when I can work with that, then I can affect deep lasting change. And, and that's what I'm here for in this lifetime. Mm, that's beautiful. And, and it really resonates, you know, with my experience too. And, you know, working with myself and working with some other families of you know, what might be top of mind for us is, oh, we've got a recurring cough or migraines or digestive issues. And, and yes, um, GEMOs and other therapies can help somewhat and maybe in short-term doses sure. where like, oh, things are getting better. And then, and then you feel like you're taking a couple steps back, you know, why isn't that working anymore? And, and that really resonates for me of, this importance of the nervous system. It's almost as if like, if the nervous system isn't functioning in a resilient way, you just don't have the capacity for deep healing. Oh, Kara. I mean that, yes, 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 yes. And we're seeing it all over today, all over. And um, folks are struggling with so many chronic conditions right now um, because of the state of their nervous system. And, um, you know, I don't have to name all the things that are challenging this state of fear that um, yeah. we're all sent into. So yes, Kara, absolutely. Mm. I want to dig a little bit deeper in our time today before we wrap up. And I, I'd love to hear, you know, how can we tell Lauren if our nervous system needs some kind of support for our children's nervous system? You know what, Kara, this is great. This is a very important question because somewhere along the line, we've gotten confused about what healing means. And we <laughs> think that healing means we never feel like x anymore mm -hmm. so if it's fear that would say oh well i'm healed when i don't feel fear anymore and we take allopathic medications to cut off 
our communication system in our body. So I don't feel that fear. So what, um, what healing really means is that I can respond to the fear appropriately and find my way back home. Mm. And so what does that look like in me? That means I get shocking news on the phone and I can give myself space to digest it and attend to my emotional needs. And I don't spin out to a place where I've lost connection with myself or um, um, in this need to constantly protect. Could that take a couple days? Sure, sure. There is no timer on this, but I can move into a state of protection and bring myself back out. How do we see that in a child? A child can recover from a heartbreak um, or a disappointment um, or a transition. Mm -hmm. We all know how challenging that can be from, for many children. We're, we're not doing this anymore, honey. We're going to do that. And we have the blah, complete fallout meltdown, right? Okay, yes. that's the emotions <laughs> coming out. Great. Is that child resilient? That child's showing resilience when they can pull that back together and reframe that situation for themselves and move on with their day. Mm-hmm. And that loving support um, will be the bumper guards. Mm -hmm. So that's a beautiful question. Maybe it's a great place to start next week, Kara. Yeah, I that that feels good to me. And I, gosh, when you're just talking about the transitions, like that just really hits home in our household. Sure. Of, um, yeah, just having some smoother transitions and he said, it's not about not, you know, it's not like, okay, mother, let's go to the next yeah. thing. You know, yeah. Yeah. We're not looking my- for zombie kids here. <laughs> I'll take that a little bit, you know, every now and then. Uh, but yeah, it, it is more about being able to move through these states of big feelings and, and yeah. come back to yes. some groundedness and centered and not get stuck in this, yes. in, in that state. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there, Lauren. I'd love to know, I'd love to explore more of what I can do and what my role is as a mother to help support this in my children Oh, and our family and our family. Yeah. Sure. 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 Let's do it. Awesome. Okay. To be continued, uh, so in, in closing today, um, if you'd like to learn more about Lauren's work with Gemma Therapy, um, you can check it out at her website. It's at laurenhubelay.com, as well as subscribing to her newsletter. It's a beautiful newsletter that comes out and uh, we'll be exploring this in upcoming episodes. So thank you so much, Lauren, for your wisdom today. Uh, thank you for joining us and we hope to see you next time. Great. Kara, I want to thank you for showing up in such a compassionate and creative space. So thank you for joining me.